0: And welcome to episode 76 of the Writing and Marketing Show with author-entrepreneur Wendy H. Jones. Here we are at episode 76, which I feel is now the downward slope as we screech up to the 100th episode. I didn't think that... uh, When I started, I would make it to uh, episode 76, but here I am looking forward to episode 100, and I'm glad I'm continuing to do it. This week is entitled From the Cradle to the Grave, which is talking about writing books uh, for all ages and in different genres. I wanted to give a perspective of why I do that and why it's good for an author. Uh, okay, there are different ways of doing things, but I believe why well, I believe it's good for an author to write uh, books for different ages. Before that, I would like to say it's an absolute pleasure to bring you this show every week, and I do it willingly, and I enjoy it. However, it does take time out of my writing life, and if you would like to support that time, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash Wendy H. Jones. And you can do so for just $3 a month, which is the price of a tea or coffee. And I would be very grateful. It would let me know that you're enjoying what I'm doing and that you want me to continue doing it way past the 100th episode. So what, I'm going to, what is happening in life? Well, first of all, we're opening up. And opening up is fantastic because I, uh, it means that we're getting out again. We can get more... Um, book signings done and I'm now doing events and book signings. I had a fabulous event with the Globe Bookshop in Motherwell uh, last week and they made me very welcome. I then went and did a book signing uh, in Dundee at the Wellgate Centre on Saturday. This Saturday I'm going to be in Briechen uh, doing a book signing at the Northern Hotel and then the following week I'm going to be at the Dundee Design Project in the Wellgate again and I'm going to be doing a book signing there. So life is picking up and things are picking up and I'm glad that's happening because author events and visits are important. So if you're in Briechen and listening to this, you can come and see me, say hi on uh saturday this saturday if you're not then saturday the 10th of july 2021 i will be in the dundee design project and i'm hoping that killer's curse will be out by then it got a bit delayed because of my computer problems i now have no longer have computer problems and to be honest i've learned a salutary lesson in the last few weeks We are so reliant on technology, and when things go wrong and you can't get them fixed, it is so frustrating. Anyway, to cut a long story short, I now have a brand new, spanking new Apple Mac, which is blue-coloured, if you're interested. Um, I did want green, but in the end, I could only get blue, and I was more excited about getting a a Mac that worked than I was about uh, the colour. Anyway, not only does it look stunning, it is working absolutely beautifully. It's as fast, it's lightning fast, and I'm cooking on gas again. I'm back to writing, I'm back to doing all the different things that I did before, the computer issues, and I no longer spend all my time on the phone to Apple. Anyway, that's a bit of a digression. So I said I would talk to you about why uh, you should write for different uh, age groups. Now, I started off as an adult writer. Um, the reason for that was that um, I wanted to write crime books. I love crime books and I knew that that was going to be my passion and why I uh, want, why I thought I would write uh, crime because I know the tropes, I know what's happening and I know how it should be shaped and how to put clues in. So I started out with my adult crime books, which I love, my Detective Inspector Shona Mackenzie mysteries. And I would not be without that for the world. I love that series. It will continue. But if things can begin to get stale. In the meantime, I was asked to write a series of young adult mysteries, which I did. And again, I did willingly. I loved it. But it made me think in a different way. It made me use a different bit of my brain. It made me explore different ways of thinking, it made me think about how teenagers would act and react, and it made me stretch my writing capabilities, and it also gave me the opportunity to find out what I could do. Could I write for a different age group? Could I write books that teenagers would find interesting? And of course, it involved a lot of research, involved a lot of uh, reading about writing for that age group, it involved uh, watching YouTube videos about writing for that age group, and doing courses. So it made me learn, it made me grow and expand as a writer. And I'm so glad I did it. Now, the Ferguson Flora Mysteries, there are two of them. Uh, They're going to be coming out with a new publisher. The third one will be coming out as well. They're still going to be called the Ferguson Flora Mysteries, but they're getting brand new, fabulous covers. And the titles are changing. So it's going to be called The Mystery of the Cursed Dagger, The Mystery of the Haunted Broch, and The Mystery of the Terracotta Warrior. So they're going to have new titles, and the covers are fabulous. But again, it made me think about what attracts um, that age group. My original covers, I mean, the covers were lovely, but I don't think they were attracting that age group quite so much as they could have done. And I think the new covers will, and my publishers have picked up on this. And th- the titles, we changed the titles because um, they, they, they need to be changed when they move publisher. But I think, I mean, I chose the, the original titles, but I think that the new ones give a better flavour of what um, it's about because they've all got the mystery in. So I've learned a lot about young adult uh, so books for 10 to 14-year-olds and I learned a lot about what attracts them and what you can do to uh, encourage them to read. So I don't regret a minute of it. I've loved all of it. And I'm looking forward to the new books coming out with Malcolm Down and Sarah Grace Publishing. Then I wanted to write some books for uh, writers because I wanted to share my experience. It started with um, a marketing book, which I was asked to write because I do a lot of uh, talks on marketing. And that goes alongside that. And there's a new one out. It's called Marketing Matters. Um, But I also wrote a motivational book because I'm NLP trained. And again, I wanted to see how I could stretch myself to use my NLP skills uh, to help others, so the book uh, "Motivation Matters is very much uh, based on NLP, and it is um, the NLP techniques will help you to write every day so again it was it was a way for me to stretch myself as a writer. It was a way for me to explore new avenues to explore new ways of thinking, uh, to explore again a different audience because this was a non fiction writing audience to explore what they would like, to explore what they needed to know, what they wanted to know, and what to explore what they didn't know they needed to know, in other words. So it pushed me. It helped me push the boundaries and stretch what I was doing as an author. And I would encourage you to do that as well. Then I was asked to write a children's picture book. And to be honest, I thought, well, I don't know a lot about children's picture books, but I was a children's nurse I do. I did have nieces. They're older now, but I have nieces who were younger, a lot of friends with children. And I've read a lot of um, children's picture books. And at first I was a bit hesitant, but then I thought, well, why not? Because I can write it. And if I don't get a publisher, then I'll know that things are not quite so good as I thought they could have been. So again, I explored a lot of things. I went and I bought a lot of children's picture books. I went and sat in the children's library in Central, in Dundee, where I am, in the Central Library, and I spent a couple of hours reading uh, children's picture books and taking notes. I took notes on the rhyme and meter, what worked, repetition, all the different things you need to know. I also did a course on writing children's books, and I bought a couple of books and read those. And they helped me to realise that writing uh, picture books could be possible. And again, it was, I did it because I wanted to see what I could do. And again, it allowed me to explore new audiences, new ways of thinking again. And it allowed me to tap into a different part of my creativity. I almost had to become a child again. And I think that's important for us that, as writers, that we explore all the different avenues of our creativity. Now, I'm not an artist. Um, I would never uh, propose to be an artist, but I'm sure artists try out all different types of medium before they settle on one that they particularly enjoy. And I wanted to do the same. I wanted to explore all the different things I could do. I wanted to explore uh, different ways of thinking. I wanted to explore different ways of writing. And I wanted to explore uh, the ways in which that could be done. And I wanted to learn. Because while I was doing all this, not only was I learning about uh, these new ways of writing and thinking, I was learning about how I could shape the books I'm already writing. So it helped me to become a more uh, all-rounded writer, as well as hone my skills down to make me a better overall writer. Now, again, um, I was asked to write a historical book and I've talked about this before and I've never thought of writing a historical book at all. I love history. I visit uh, all the different historical sites when I uh, go on holiday, no matter where I am in the world. I read historical fiction. I read historical non-fiction. And so it's an interest of mine. But I've never, ever thought about writing historical books. And I thought, well, why not? Why not do it? I can give it a go. Well, I fast discovered that writing historical books is much more difficult, even if it's fiction, is much more difficult than writing contemporary because every detail in your book has to be correct, factually, for that time, down to the words that your uh, protagonist would use. So it has involved a phenomenal, phenomenal amount of research. But do you know what? I've enjoyed every minute of it. The research process is fascinating. The research process is enjoyable. And the research process process helps you with any type of writing. Even though you're writing historical fiction, the research that you're doing will help you uh, understand where your contemporary characters or where contemporary life came from, how it grew and developed, and you get a deeper understanding of it. I have loved uh, researching and writing about um, uh, Thomas Graham and early 19th century Scotland. And I'm getting a, a really good picture of what it was like then. But then I started writing the book. And starting to write the book, you get to think, well, this is more tricky again than you think. Because writing um, humorous fiction, which I do, uh, humorous uh crime fiction or writing, gritty crime fiction or non-fiction or children's books, they all have different tropes. They all have different ways of writing. They all have different words you would use. Now, with historical, you want to make it accessible to your contemporary reader, but you need to give a flavour of the language of the time as well. So I am having to balance the way I'm writing it. I need to change it from the breezy... um, way of writing that I use for my uh, contemporary ones. And I'm having to think about things a lot more closely. And again, this is making me a better, an overall better writer because um, I am thinking about the way I'm writing. I'm thinking about sentence structure. I'm thinking about word choices. And this makes me think what I'm doing when I'm writing my contemporary ones as well. So I think exploring all of these and pushing the boundaries of what I can do and of what is possible is extremely helpful. It's also made me read in different ways because although I did read a lot of historical fiction, a lot of historical non-fiction, I I'm opening my mind up to new possibilities because I am reading different things. I'm focusing it down to a certain time period. I'm focusing it down. So when I do that, I'm reading authors from that time, not from that time period, although I am reading authors from that time period, but authors who write about that time period. And I'm focusing it down to people who write about Scotland and also about um, people who write about the Royal Navy during that time because my character joins the Royal Navy and people who write about, um, about uh, medicine and medical education at that time. And that's extremely important because it's focusing down for my character. Um, but it's opening my mind up to new possibilities. It's opening my mind up to new authors. I am reading authors I've never read before and discovering that I love them. And this is a really good way of broadening your horizons. Because again, as authors, we can get very, very fixed and focused on just reading crime or just reading nonfiction or just reading historical. But we can focus things down and things will improve. So it's important to uh, be open to new things and to new possibilities. Sorry, I got a frog in my throat and had to find a drink because I didn't bring one with me, so it does open you up to different possibilities and it stretches you as a writer now, with my historical book, that's very firmly aimed at adults, but I think my chap would be of interest to uh, younger readers as well so here's a thought i from this I could write a book I could write a book series of books for adults. I could write a series of books for uh, young adults. I could write a series of books for uh, chapter books for the age range between um, 7 and 10 or 7 and 12. I could write... children's picture books about it. I can also do non-fiction books because my, non, my chap was a, an accomplished poet, so I could bring out poetry books about him. I could bring out a non-fiction book about his life, a factual book. I could bring out non-fiction books about life at the time. So just one idea shapes itself to many different iterations, many different ways of producing work, many different ways of reaching new audiences. And when you start to write for uh, different audiences, one of the um, questions that is always asked is, should you use a different name? Should you use a pseudonym? Because you will get things mixed up. Well, I have used my same name for everything. And there's a good reason for that. The reason I've done it is so that people will see that I write different things. So they might say, well, I've got to buy um, Christmas presents. And I know that Auntie Maggie loves um, loves historical, so I'll get her a couple of the historical books. But my mum my loves crime books, so I'll get her a couple of the crime books. But then I've got to buy wee Daisy a present. Oh, she'd love Bertie the Buffalo, so she buys the Bertie the Buffalo picture books. And then you might say, oh, but Darren loves... Uh, picture books, but he also loves colouring in. So you would buy him the picture book and the colouring book because there's a colouring book for um, Bertie the Buffalo. So there's merchandise possibilities with children's books. And what you will find is that people will buy multiple different books from you because uh, they know that different uh, age groups in their family Will like the books that you 're producing, so it becomes a family thing really, and so you you really are reaching new audiences all the time because people will come and if you 're doing a book signing, they will come and look at one thing and may leave with others as well they won 't just leave with the one thing that caught their attention in the first instance, so I guess what i 'm saying to summarize that to explore, I want you to think about exploring. Uh, writing for different age groups. And I think a good exercise for you to do would be to sit down once you've listened to this podcast, look at the book, one of the books you've written, or a series of books you've written, and look at how those could be adapted for different age groups. Now, if you're writing serial killer books, which my D.I. Shona McKenzie mysteries are, You may have a different version of that for maybe young adults, but you're not going to be wanting to write a picture book about that, really. But what other possibilities can you explore for different age groups from what you are writing? Because you might find that there is a lot more you you can do than you actually think. And I have had people on here um, who have have written books, and I firmly believe that uh, they could be adapted to different age groups as well. Now, I'm going to give a shout out to one of them. Uh, her name is Essie uh, Skillman. Uh, so hi, Sheila. Essie um, Skillman has written a book called Paranormal Warwickshire. Now, that's a brilliant book. Absolutely brilliant. But do you know what? With It could be adapted into a, a series of ghost stories or even a ghost story book for younger readers. And, you know, that's the sort of thing that you can think about because there are younger people who would uh, be attracted by that as well. And it's um, so think about it. That's just one example of what you could do. So I'm going to leave you now to get on and think about how you could adapt your books for different uh, ages, for different readers. And I'm going to ask you to have a fabulous week, whatever you're doing. And I will see you back here uh, next week with another episode of the Writing and Marketing Show with me, Wendy H. Jones. That brings us to the end of another show. It was really good to have you on the show with me today. I'm Wendy H. Jones, and you can find me at wendyhjones.com. You can also find me on Patreon, where you can support me for th- uh, as little as $3 a month, which is less than the price of a tea or coffee. You go to patreon.com forward slash Jones. I'm also Wendy H. Jones on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Thank you for joining me today and I hope you found it both useful and interesting. Join me next week when I will have another cracking guest for you. Until then, have a good week and keep writing, keep reading and keep learning.